ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. I said, put your hands together for Helen Chu. Hello. I am uh, Asian, <laughs> socially not super smooth, like the previous comedian, but uh, comfortable on stage because of my experience in uh, mathlete. I stopped doing that in college, and that's when I found out that the number 69 meant more than just another multiple of three. <laughs> so you want me to keep my eyes open and do what? <laughs> she got it. <laughs> that joke's on the aftertaste. <laughs> I grew up in a traditional family with a tiger Asian mother and a hardworking Jewish father, stepfather, Asian fusion. Yes. Growing in popularity like green tea latte. <laughs> in my mixed race family, we had uh, one common faith. From an early age, I was taught that my path to life was to become a doctor, a lawyer, or a disgrace. <laughs> so I'm a comedian. And my mother is a doctor. But I tell her it's really the same. Because when we go to work, we're both trying to perfect the art of killing it properly. <laughs> and when we don't do it right, it's a very uncomfortable couple minutes for people in the same room. <laughs> Sometimes it's dead. Silence. Much like what's happening right now. <laughs> Thank you for being a live audience. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of death, my cat died last month. How many of you had a beloved pet that passed away? Yeah, clap your hands. Thank you. So you know that heart, that pain in your chest. Uh, so I thought about trying cocaine for the first time. <laughs> and uh, some of you might know that in the entertainment industry, there's a reputation that we have a lot of access to that, and some consider comedy a legitimate one. So I was heading to, out to a show in Sonoma and I pulled up Facebook and I was a message, a fellow comic that kind of looked like that guy. And, uh, and I was about to say, hey Terry, can you bring some cocaine? And so I started, as I was chatting back and forth, I'm sure a text bubble was showing up on his side. And just before I hit send, I realized, wait, this is Facebook. Is Big Brother watching? From China? So then I'm thinking I need to ask for cocaine in code. So I started Googling how to ask for cocaine. <laughs> and I came across some phrases, like uh, nicknames I hadn't heard before, like um, uh, Yayo, clap your hands if you know some, okay, so the pros are over here. <laughs> or uh, do you party? So I started constructing this line on Facebook saying, do you party with Yayo? And before I hit send, and I started thinking, well, how much should I ask him to bring? Is it like an eighth? 
So I started Googling how much cocaine should I try for the first time. <laughs> and as I was doing this, I started noticing on Google, the ads below the search bar changed from Everlane, you know, Whole Foods, to mental health hotline. <laughs> and I started realizing that I avoided the big brother from Facebook, but I got trapped in Google. So I closed my laptop and quickly went to the next room. I'm, uh, and so moral of the story, is that paranoia and anxiety trumps heartbreak. Just in case you ever want to experience that. Did you get the cocaine? I did not. Oh, no. I was too paranoid. And uh, I am learning a lot about myself and the different ways I experience emotions from this process. For one, paranoia trumps heartache. Um, and the other is, uh, I was on a Saturday night, my friends were telling me the best way to get over this pain is to get a new cat. So I, on a Saturday night, I'm like getting click happy on the different cat breeder cat sites, you know, looking at a Scottish Fold, um, a ragdoll, you know, a Tyler, Taylor Swift cat, going click happy. And, uh, and I was looking around the room, just thinking about where I would, you know, place the cat or the cat bed. And all of a sudden, I've never cheated on anyone. I felt this dooming sense of like cold sweat coming down me as I was like locking eyes with this cat that I really fell in love with, imagining my future with him on Instagram. And, uh, and then I started looking at around the room to see what is making me doing this and I realized the cat tree is still there in the corner staring at me. So then I closed my laptop and went to the next room. <laughs> I realized that um, I'm just not that great at processing emotions. That's just something I'm realizing from this experience. And um, what got me to start in comedy three years ago was I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. And there are two types of breakups. There's a one type of breakup where you see your ex walking across the street, and boom, he gets hit by a car. <laughs> and you walk away without even changing your Spotify channel. <laughs> We all know those. <laughs> and then there's this other type of breakup where uh, you see your ex walking across the street and you go and give him a hug and then you walk away and people think, oh, that's a cute couple from Hong Kong. I bet they know where to get good boba. <laughs> so that's me with my recent ex. The one before that was the one I wouldn't change my Spotify channel for. But my recent ex and I are, we're really good friends, but our relationship just got to a point where it's stale, you know? Like, I would say, hey babe, I shaved tonight. And he would be like, he'd be like, should I go unclog the shower drain? <laughs> you know that's when you're supposed to just get Boba as friends. <laughs> So uh, I, uh, I'm moving on. Recently, I uh, developed a crush on one of my long-term friends, who is. Um, thank you. Uh, and he's. Uh, so I've been mulling over how to let him know that I'm romantically interested. But if he's not, it's cool. I still want to be friends. 
So I consult my female friends about my plan, and they were like, "Well, Helen, first you gotta stop dressing like a waiter." <laughs> I know a lot of people shop at Uniqlo. <laughs> and second, with guys, you have to flirt a little to gauge his interest. You can't just blurt it out like you normally do. So I googled how to flirt. <laughs> And I came across this three-step process on Wiki How, and uh, so I've been practicing with my friends and uh, close new friends. So I was wondering if I could get uh, a male volunteer up here. Yes. And uh, judging by the level of enthusiasm, I might have to pick one. And there are a lot of guys who are avoiding eye contact right now. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna choose one that's avoiding my eye contact less, sir. Can we get a round of applause for the? <laughs> Thank you. Hi, sir. Hello. So I'm trying to, and what's your name? My name's Harvey. Harvey, nice to meet you. Harvey. Har Harvey. 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 Thank you. And Harvey is a beautiful name. My romantic interest, his name is Mark. Would you mind me, Mark, on stage? Thank you. He doesn't mind. So it's a, it's a three-step process. I was wondering if I could practice with you and get some feedback from the audience and you as well. Okay, thank you for the green light. Um, so the first step is to make eye contact, which I'm comfortable with because I have eyes. Yes. And you do too. Nice eyes, yes. Thank you. Very nice eyes. What do I do when he says that? It only tells me what I'm supposed to do. And my second step is to smile. And I got a smile back that's half natural, so this hypothetical bond is working. And uh, the third step is to gently touch his... Uh, Forearm, and that's where I got really confused because there's a lot to a forearm, and I'm like, where exactly should be my point of entry? So I googled how to touch forearm, <laughs> and I clicked over to images, and there was a bunch of Fitbit devices on forearms at various spots. So I've been pulling my friends on the right spot on the forearm to touch. So I was wondering, um, how I, I mean, Mark, if you could uh, extend your forearm and I could touch it in three different spots to get the audience feedback on the right spot. Okay. And is it okay if I touch you? I just want to make sure I have your consent. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. Thank you. I wish guys would want to hear that before they do something. All right, I need to know where to flirt. Okay, so I've narrowed it down to three spots. Is it spot number one? No. 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 It's a bit too high. Too high up, okay. Is it spot number two? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, round of applause for the right. Okay, support. Spot number three? Does it look like I'm about to steal your watch? Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to react this whole process. So it's eye contact, smile, and spot number two, and seal the deal. All right, thank you so much. Give it up for Kave, the forearm man. Thank you, and thank you for your participation. Thank you. <laughs> so the sequel to that story is that uh, 
I started consulting my guy friends about my plan, and they were like, Helen, you got it all wrong. The guys were very direct, and Mark is already your friend, so you have to make a bold move. So we suggest that next time you hang out with him at his apartment alone, you engage him in this intense session of chess, and you let him win. And after that, he sits on his couch to relax. You go and sit on top of him, and then you touch his forearm. <laughs> so I'm like, man, it's a tough world for a woman looking for love because my options are to memorize the periodic table of chemical reaction that could happen on a forearm, <laughs> or to commit sexual assault. <laughs> Thank you. That's my time, Helen Chu.